0: Hey, this is Eric Olivares, pastor at Axios Church in Lakeland, Florida, and this is our podcast. Axios' mission is to point people to Jesus so they can find worth and purpose in God. We hope this message encouraged you and uplift you throughout your week. Enjoy the message. Welcome to Axios Church. We're so honored you have joined us here today. Man, we had an awesome couple weeks. Here on our online campus, we had two amazing speakers, some of the greatest of my friends here to speak with us this past couple of weeks. Josh Williams preached with us two weeks ago. Man, he brought a, a word that was for our house and for our community. And then last week, my great, my, my one of my best friends, Jesse McKenna all the way from New Jersey, man, he brought an amazing word for our church in the spot we're in and also for our community to really impact um, our world and our community all around us. Thank you so much, Josh and Jesse, for jumping in and um, doing these messages for our church and and for for Lakeland here. Listen, we're going to start a new series starting today in just a few minutes. We'll talk about it in in just a few minutes, but I want to talk about last week. Last Sunday, we had our first Axios night, and it was amazing. Thank you for everybody that showed up for our Axios night. Man, God is doing great things here at Axios Church. So jump on board and, and you know join the ride. We're a new church plant here in Lakeland, Florida. So we just want to say thank you for everybody that showed up and be on the lookout for our next Axios night at the end of the month. We'll be putting all that on our social media platforms um, as we go. So today we're starting a new series that we're going to be talking about and um and and, uh, in this new series it's really yeah, it's really impacting my life as I study through it. And I hope it's going to impact your life as well. Um, and to be honest with you, I don't know how long this series is going to go. As God has g- given me these words to say to you guys, man, he is birthing something on the inside of me as well. So we're just going to go um, week in, week out to see what God has for us through this series. This series that we're talking about, that is going to be co- uh, it's going to be um, called Can I? Can I? I will explain that in just a minute, but I just want you to make sure that you're connected with this message, okay? We're gonna be going through the book of, of Luke in just a minute, but I want us to engage. And one way we can engage on our online camp, campus is by you getting your Bible out and getting some note, um, getting a notepad out. Write down what God is speaking to you through this message, and then also, you know, in our comments, there's people wanting to comment um to talk with you and connect with you. Um, write something down as, as God is speaking through his word word, man, write it down in our comments. We want to connect with that's a way that you can engage and, and really connect with what God is wants to say to you today. So let's go right into it. Um when I was growing up, um, I, I we used to um, we used to uh, play this game in elementary school. I mean, there were so many games we played at recess. You know, we played capture the flag. We played basketball. We played multiple things. But there was this one game that I really didn't like, but I kind of rolled with it as they went. It was called Mother May I. Anybody ever heard of the the the, the, the game called Mother May I? It was not one of my favorite games, but um, I really you know remember it. And the whole concept was. One kid was on the other side of the field, other side of the, the, the place, and he would called, you know, mother, may I? And one, another kid would say, mother, may I come three steps? Mother, may I come two steps? And the kid that was the mother would say, yes, you can or no, you can. And, you know, as awkward as this game is, it really it, it, you couldn't make a move until the mother said yes until the mother said yes this month we're going to be talking about can i god is asking you can i see cuz the reality is he's asking this question in your life but the reality is he won't he won't invade your life until you let him so god is he's saying can i can I be a part of that relationship? Can I be a part of of that marriage? We're going to be talking about concepts in our life that God wants to invade, but we need to let him invade so he can be, so we can um, live out the purpose that he has for our life. There's different things in our lives that we want to keep control of in areas in our life. We hold, we hold tight to them because it was our, it was painful to go through it. Or we kind of say it's our personality, or we say it's my past, it's just who I am. And we hold on to these things, but God is saying, let them go. Can I come in? Can I invade your life? Can I come? It's like a band-aid. When you get a cut, you know, the, the, you put a Band-Aid on to protect the wound. But at a certain point, you got to take that Band-Aid out because if you don't air out the cut, it's going to be infected. So we're going to air out some things in our life this month to, to to really come into the deep core of who we are. To, 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 so God is asking the question, can I, can I see this month we're going to go in through these concepts and we're gonna see how God the promises of God in our life if we let him invade our lives God is asking you can I this month because the reality is God gives us a choice he gives us a choice he's not gonna come in if he's not welcome and and we're gonna make these choices in our life to let him come in and invade our life but It's up to you. He's asking, can I? So today, we're going to go to the book of Luke, Luke chapter 5, to discuss this question of can I? God is, that is God is seeing us today. Today, the the first thing we're going to talk about is can I invade? Can I, God is saying, can I be be in your boat? Or let me just say it another way. Can I be in your space? See, here in the book of Luke, we see Jesus going down into a lake and, in, and invading the space of what was going to be the Peter, one of the disciples, later on. And, you know, God is saying, can I invade your space? I really believe some people don't want to follow Christ because they don't want God to get into their space. They don't want God to get into their area. See, some of us, you know, we can say, God, I'll give you Sunday, but the other days, uh, you know, I'll take care of that. You know, some days God is, you know, God, I'll serve you, but, you know, I'm not gonna give you the rest of my days because those are my fun days. No, God doesn't want an inch of your life. He wants your whole life to come and give you the promises and blessings that He has for you, but it's for you to let Him in. He's asking you today. Can I get in your space? Can I get in your space? See, what is your space? Your space is your life. Your space is your time. Your space is your decisions. Your space is your choices. Everything about you, God wants to come in. Not for you to live this life of, of missing out, but to live a life of abundance, of, of, of grace, of mercy, a life. Can I get in? your space that's what god's asking you today see here in the book of luke chapter five we see we see jesus coming along uh, of two boats in the water and and eventually he steps into one boat or can i say he steps into a space let's read here luke chapter five Verse one and 11, on one occasion, while the crowds were pressing in on him to hear the word of God, he, he was standing on the lake of Gennesaret and he saw two boats on the lake. But the fishermen were gone on them, and they were washing their nets. In verse three. Getting onto the boat, which was Simon's, he asked him to put out a, to put out a little on the land, and he sat down on and talked to the people on the boat. And when they were finished speaking, um, he said to Simon put out into the deep and I'll let your nets for a catch. And Simon says, master, I have toiled all day and took nothing, but at your word, I will let you, I will let down my nets. Verse six, and when they, and when this was done, they enclosed a large number of fish and their nets were breaking. They had to signal their partners in the other boat to come and help and they came filled in with both boats, so they began to sink. But then when Peter, when Simon Peter saw, he fell down at Jesus' knees, and he, and, and he said, depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he... Um, for he, he for in verse 10 and so when James and John the, and the sons of Zebedee were the partners of Simon uh of Simon and Jesus said to Simon do not be afraid for now on this you will not be you'll be catching men and he brought them to the boats, and they left everything and followed Jesus Jesus is asking can I invade your space See, Peter and John were washing their nets. They were done with the day. They have, they, they have toiled, they have fished all night and caught literally nothing. I mean, they were imagine this is where, where Peter was tired. He was probably hungry. I don't know how about you. When I'm hungry, I get a little angry, You know, but the, the reality is they're hungry, they're tired. They're they're probably going through some things that they're frustrated from the labor that the that they've done. I mean, they labored and labored and didn't receive anything. Has anybody? ever been there before where you have put the work in and you don't get the rewards from your work and you feel tired and frustrated i've done all i can i i've read my word all i can and why am i in the position that i am now have you been there before and we throw ourselves a little pity party because we toiled and have not received See, this is where Peter is. He's literally washing his, his nets saying, oh, my, my season is over. I'm washed up. I'm going to I'm going to put it all away and I'm going to try to do another thing because I've worked so hard and not received anything. Have you been there before? See, Simon, but Simon didn't know at this moment in his life, Simon Peter didn't know that 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 Jesus was going to be on his boat and he's about to invade his space. So here comes Jesus walking down and he sees these two boats. He sees he sees two boats, but walks onto one boat. Peter didn't know Jesus was about to invade his space. Luke chapter five, verse two and three says like this. And he saw the two boats on the lake, but the fishermen were gone from them and they were washing their nets. In verse 3, getting onto one of the boats, which was Simon's, he asked him to go out to go out from the land and he sat down and talked to pe- the people on the boat. Listen, and he went, he went to Simon's Peter's boat. When pa- Simon was frustrated, when Simon was down, when Simon was doing all he can and didn't receive what he thought he needed to receive, Jesus came to invade. See, here's the thing. Here's the first point that I have for you today. What you thought was a disturbance becomes your deliverance. What you thought was your, a disturbance in your life would eventually become your deliverance. See, Jesus, I am tired. Why me? Jesus, why my boat? Why do I have to deal with this? Why do I have to deal with this sickness? Why do I have to fight these battles? Why do I have to deal with this employee? Why do I have to deal with this boss? Why me? Why me? There's always, there's another boat, Jesus. There's another boat right next to Why do you have to pick my boat? Why do you have to deal with me? Me, Why, why, why? Jesus was walking onto Peter's boat and Peter thought it was a disturbance. But in reality, it was going to be his deliverance. Because not only is Peter going to be fishing for fish now, now Peter is going to be fishing for men. His purpose in life. No longer was Peter going to be fishing for meaningless things in his life, but he was going to be purposeful in his life. But he was in the midst of being tired and out. You see, if Jesus wanted to pick somebody else's space, he would, but guess what? He's in your space. He picked your boat. He picked you for this season. He picked you for this marriage. He picked you for this relationship. He picked you for this job. If he wanted to pick anyone else, he would because he's Jesus. But he stepped into your space today and saying, I want to do something in your life that is going to change your life forever. Would you let me in your space but what happens in our life is we look at all the negative things in our lives and we say God why are you why are you taking my time why are you taking my energy and we look at all the end we looked at all the the, the negativity but we miss the miracle and the miracle is that Jesus chose your boat he chose, your, he chose your life to, to do something miraculous in. But we see all the negative and we don't see the miracle that Jesus picked you. See, see we need to be prepared when Jesus gets in our space because disturbance will happen. When Jesus steps into your boat into your life, man, he, into your space, he disturbance will happen. You might lose some relationships that were unhealthy. You might find yourself acting in ways and saying things that you didn't do in your in your in your previous nature. You might show compassion and love to ones that you you once hate. When Jesus enters into your space, he strips out you and he puts in him and things change and things change when he invades your thoughts things change see he's telling you today can i get in your space are you willing me are you willing to let me into your into your space whenever you feel out whenever you feel depressed whenever you feel tired and and you feel abandoned and you feel vulnerable can i get into your space he's telling you To open, to listen to my voice, because I have a future for you. Because when Jesus gets in your space, not only does he make a disturbance into your deliverance, but number two, be ready to go deeper. Be ready to go deeper. So when Jesus got um, with Peter, he was walking down with Peter and he started preaching to this crowd. We see here in verse five. So when God invades your space, be ready to leave the shallow things in your life because he wants you to embrace the deep. He wants you to embrace the deep, the deep things in your life. God didn't call you to leave what, to leave your nets to, for you to live in shallow waters. He didn't tell you to 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 leave what you thought was the end to jump into a boat then go out into the, in the go out into the shallow waters. He doesn't want to live, make you. He doesn't want you to live a shallow life. He wants you to live a deep life. He wants you to grow. See, God didn't call you out of another season to a, this season for you to live a shallow season. No, He's called you out from a season to another season for you to grow in this place. See, at first, the shallow waters are probably needed. See, the shallow waters in this, in this story was needed because Jesus had to be close enough to the people for, for the people to hear Jesus. But when Jesus gets his eyes off the people and he gets your eyes on Simon Peter, what did he say? He said, let's go deeper. Let's go deeper into the waters. He, it says it right here in Luke chapter 5 in verse four and when he when he stopped speaking to the people he said to simon put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch god didn't put you out into the deep leave you alone Uh, see you it has to be we have to go deeper in God enough about me and more about him enough saying this uh, now I lay me down to sleep prayers no we got to go deeper and surrender into God enough of a living through the uh, opinions of others or opinions of things no we got to seek the voice of God we have to go deeper in him God didn't call us to wash our nets to think that we need to finish in shallow waters no he is calling us to grow that's why it says in the word of god that we 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 grow from glory to glory that means from growth to growth he didn't call you out to leave you alone he called you out to get you deeper in him because in the deep we don't rely we we get we we rely on jesus and we don't rely on our abilities see peter you thought you were washed up peter you were washing you, you thought your calling was done but peter i'm getting into your space and i'm telling you that i'm taking you deeper in me see shallow waters are your doubts shallow waters are your offense shallow waters are manipulation Shallow waters are unforgiveness but when Jesus calls you into the deep to to get deeper in him he, he there's no room for any of this he's changing all things new all things are passed away and the new is here. It's growing season. It's growing season to grow, to leave the position you're in now and to go deeper onto the waters with Jesus by your side. Everything changes whenever we decide to go deeper in God. See, when God invades our space, whatever we thought was was a disturbance becomes our deliverance. And then when God invades our space, we got to be ready to go deeper in him. Shallow is not enough. Shallow is, we're done with shallow Christianity. It's time, to get, it's time to get deeper in God. But also whenever we let God invade our space, number three. We better be ready to put the work in to receive the blessing to come. We we must be ready to put the work in to receive the blessing to come. When Jesus gets into your space, it's all about timing. Timing, timing, not our timing, but God's timing. These guys are were fishing for hours and hours and hours and caught nothing. But then when Jesus got on the boat, Jesus by his word, they, 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 they got blessed multitudes and abundance because Jesus timing is better than our toil and our, our abilities is about his timing. See, sometimes in life, see, God will tell you to do something. And in reality, you, you're speaking to God and you're like, God, I, 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 I really believe you, you missed it on this one. Because this is too hard. This is impossible. And, and why are you telling me to do this? See, I see Peter here now. See, Jesus is telling, hey, Peter, let's go deeper and cast the nets. Jesus told Peter to fish in the same waters that he caught nothing just hours before. See, I can see Peter now. Okay, okay, God, uh, you know, Jesus, I was with you, you know, when you got on my boat and you told me to go into shallow waters. You know, I was there with you. I was riding with you, Jesus. When you were preaching to those people, oh, I was there. I was amen you all the way. And then you, got, then you told me to go a little deeper. Okay, I, I was still riding with you, Jesus. But now you're telling me to cast a net into a place where I know there's emptiness. I think you missed it, Jesus. See, have you ever had that conversation with God? Like, I've been here before. Like like I casted these nets before. I toiled in these waters before. I've been here before. I, I, I forgave before and I still got backstabbed. I, I've been here before. I, I loved before and I still got hurt. I've been here before. I had friends and they all you know turned their back on me. I've been here before, God. You know, I'm trying to follow my dreams and my callings, and I fell flat on my face. I've been here before, Jesus. Why are you telling me to do this again? Have you been there before? Where he, Jesus gives you a, a, a word and you're like, no way. It can't happen. I know it can't happen because I tried it before. I've been here before. See, Luke chapter 5, verse 5 says it like this. And Simon answered, Master, we have toiled all night and took nothing. But then there's a transition. But at your word. I will let down the nets. Simon Peter was like, God, I toiled. But I guess because you said something, I will put my nets out. See, faith didn't get Peter the miracle of the multitudes of fish. You know, he had no faith. (laughs) He literally told Jesus, "Um, I mean, I'll do it, but you know, I've been here before. But his faith didn't get him the miracle. His willingness to obey God's words got him the miracle I've toiled but you gave me a word God and I will do it how Peter uh, got, uh, how did Peter have so much a willingness and obedience with God because previous before Peter got deeper when you're deeper in God whatever God tells you it might seem impossible but if God says it I'm willing and he's he's using me to take each step of the way into my purpose into my calling and into who God's called me to be and when I go deeper, whatever craziness God Jesus says to do in my life I can stand firm and saying listen I might not know I might be here before but if you said it God I'm willing to cast my nets into waters that I know seem impossible in my life Peter put the work he put the work he he started casting again He put the work before he even received his blessing. And what do you do? You know, what do we do? God, I I don't want to put work in, but bless me, bless me, bless me. I need my blessing. I want my blessing. We say, God, I want you to bless me, but we're not willing to put the work in it before we get the blessing. But God is saying, do your obedience. Your obedience excites the heart of God. And he has no other option but to bless you. I know you might not understand. I know you might not trust. But when I give you a word and you act on it, says the Lord, man, I only have to put a target on your back and give you the blessings that I have for you. Because not only did you have faith in me, you obeyed me when you didn't even know the outcome of it. See, we need to have the deepness in us to know that it might seem impossible. But if God says it, I'm going to walk it out. And he said that they were blessed in abundance. So much blessing that, that other people had to help them with their blessing. How imagine that? That you're so blessed that other people around you are blessed as well. When you obey God and God invades your space, what seems like, uh, what seems like a, a disturbance becomes your deliverance. And then you start living out this calling that he has for your life. And then, well, and then you'd be ready to put the work in, to receive the blessing. Listen, stop getting offended. Stop getting, uh, having doubt and lick and walk out what God has called you to do. But when God invades your space. Number four, your job changes to his purpose your job changes to his purpose see what once was an occupation of tiredness what was once an occupation of of, of, of doubt and, and just like just tiredness and, and sick of just toiling now becomes a purpose to be fulfilled in God in Peter's life. Luke chapter 5 verse 10 and 11 says like this. And so also James, John and the sons of Zebedee who were partners with Simon and Jesus said to Simon, do not be afraid for now on you will be catching men. And then they brought the boats into the land and they left everything and followed Jesus. They were fishermen of men. Now God is taking what was once a tired occupation is taking him now into an effective purpose. Because now you're not only fishing for, for, for meaningless things in life. You know, you're fishing for things that are, have effective and purpose in your life. God would take what was a tired occupation and switch it into an effective purpose purpose in your life see they they were so excited that that they that they were switched into purpose that they had no other option but to drop everything and follow Jesus have you been in your life before where you've been so excited what God is doing in your life that nothing matters else in life but to follow Jesus you they left the mundane to pick up the drive in God they left their sin and picked up their freedom they left their hurts and picked up their joy but None of this would have happened. None of this would have happened in Peter's life if Jesus did not invade Peter's space. It it would never happen if if Jesus didn't come onto Peter's boat. And as I close, God is asking you today, can I invade your space? Can I invade those deep things that you're trying to hide away that I don't I don't look at you and disqualify you for it I actually love you past that can can I invade your space God is saying are you willing to are, are you wanting to quit and are you wanting to quit on your calling and wash it up Can I invade your space again? I see that Jesus saying, I see that you you are, you you don't, you don't feel like you're good enough to be the good Christian, but because of your flaws, but, but, but Jesus is saying, can I, can can I invade your space? Jesus saying, I, I know you want to end your life, but I have so much purpose. Can I invade your space? Because when you let me invade your space you live a life and not a life a life more abundantly in me but be careful because when jesus invades your space there might be a little bit disturbance in your life your plans might be disturbed for greater purpose in your life. You might be called a little deeper getting out of the shallowness of life, getting out of the shallow Christianity life and going deeper in God to, to, to not only know more about yourself but know more about God. You might have to put a little work into it to receive the blessings on the other side and you have to, and once this happens, God would change what was a tireless occupation that a Christianity life of. I have. Have to do A, B, or C to get closer to Jesus. No, he takes what was a tireless occupation and turned it into an effectiveness of purpose in your life. That's where you go from being a Christian to being a follower of Christ. They left everything to follow Jesus. Can I? God is saying, can I invade your spirit? Thank you again for joining us here at Axios. Hey, to hear more messages just like this, go ahead and subscribe to this channel. If you want more information about Axios, go to axioschurch.com. There you can get more information, give, and connect. Remember, we love you, and we're in this together.